Hey everybody, how y'all doing? It's your boy Ruka and welcome back to the It's Ruka's Vision podcast. Welcome back, y'all. How y'all doing? How y'all been? You know? Yeah, on today's episode, it's gonna be testimony. Testimony, testimony, testimony. It's, you know, explaining like where I came from, just, you know, talking about my life and where God brought me from. He brought me from a mighty long way. If you know, you know. And if you don't, Hey, I got a story to tell. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. Um, uh, my name is Adarius. Like I said, I go by Ruka, which means spiritual in Japanese. And yeah, I grew up in Shreveport, Louisiana. <laughs> Shreveport, Louisiana. You already know. 318. Holla at me. Uh, but yeah. Came from Shreveport, was born and raised Shreveport Southern boy. Yes, I love the South. Yes, way better than uh, where I'm at now as far as food. You know, I thank God for where I'm at now, you know. But um, yeah, came from Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, grew up with my mom, didn't have my dad in my life. And um, to that extent, yeah, my dad wasn't really in my life. And I really, uh, truly wanted him to be, you know. Um, and that that whole thing was just kind of weird growing up you know without a father seeing a lot of kids having their fathers bring your you know parent to work day type stuff i mean bring your parents to school or something like that um and you know how kids are back then you know uh where's your dad at where's your you know this and the third man you know my mom be at work or whatever and then you know that whole situation is crazy growing up without a father um, and I mean, even till now, I still want to talk to my father and, you know, just come to like, an, um, how can I say it? I don't want to say no agreement. This ain't no, me. nah, I don't want to say it like that. Just come to an understanding of like, hey, this happened, but let's move further than that. You know what I mean? So that way I don't want to feel no bitterness towards him or none. Because <clears throat> right, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be completely honest with y'all. I used to hate my dad. I used to hate my dad, for real, for real. Just because I didn't know what was going on. I thought I was doing something wrong the whole time. Like, what did I do? Was I not a good son? Did I, you know, did I do something wrong? Like, what did I do? So I hated him, for real. I'm like, you supposed to be in my life, <laughs> helping me, teaching me things. <laughs> not just my mama, but you, you know what I mean? But. Uh, I really had to pray on that because that hatred just would have ate me alive for real. Like that would have steered me in the wrong direction, and it would have it would have been bad for real. So um, I forgave him at one point, and forgiving him was just like it was a lot. It, was, it took me a long time to forgive my dad. For I ain't gonna lie to you, took me a couple of years. <laughs> it took me some years to like to really learn how to forgive in that situation just because it was just like man that's my dad like why he don't want to why he don't want to be in my life like you know what what's, what's going on you know and i had to pray on and asking god to really steer me in the right direction on you know making sure that i keep that i just keep forgiveness you know with me in that situation or any other situation that might happen you know because i'm gonna be honest with y'all forgiveness is hard but 
forgiveness will steer you in a direction to where you will be able to, okay, I know this happened. I know it happened and it hurt like a mug, for real. But I'm gonna forgive you, not for you, but for me, in order for me to move on. Because if you don't, you're gonna be bitter. The hatred is gonna grow more and more. You're gonna, if something else happened to you or whatever in the, in the uh, long run, you might be able to hate you for that too. Or you might hold grudges. Like that, it a uh, hatred can turn into so many things and not forgiving somebody can turn into, not forgiving somebody can make it even stronger to where you, you don't wanna do nothing. Somebody do you wrong, yep, you're done. <laughs> you're done, boy. Get out of here. I'm on you, you know. But um, but yeah, so I forgave my dad, you know, and let's see what else. Um, so yeah, me, it was just me and my mom for a while, for a while. You know, growing up was kinda, you know, I'm not saying I was growing up poor, but it was a struggle. It was a struggle, you know, trying to make my mom trying to make ends meet, you know what I mean? I'm trying to figure out life as well. She trying to take care of me while working and stuff like that. And you know, it was, it took a minute. It took a minute. But, yeah, so we, we lived together. I lived with my mom for a long while, and then we ended up moving in with my grandparents and stuff like that. And definitely moving in with them was, you know, a lot better. And not say my mom was doing nothing right, but it was just, you know, a little bit, little bit of a better atmosphere. You know, my mom needed help in that time. You know, I wasn't really understanding what was going on. I was just like, okay, we moving, we moving. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? But while I was moving there, you know, I grew up with my grandparents and stuff like that. Mom's still going to work and still putting in that time and stuff like that. And, you know, just learning a lot. And really, I learned a lot from my grandfather. You know, he helped me with um, just learning how to be a man learning how to treat a lady, learning how to take care of a home for real. Like, my grandpa didn't play. My grandpa, <laughs> hey, he did not play when it came to certain things. So I, I thank God for that, though, because he, you know, really showed me, like, look, this world going to eat you alive if you don't straighten up or if you don't really take it head on and really understand some of this stuff. Like, if you don't get this stuff now, when you get your own home and your own crib and your own wife, you ain't gonna know what to do. You ain't gonna know how to be a man. So, you know, he definitely took that uh, that father figure role for real. So yeah, growing up in school, let's talk about school. Let's talk about school. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, school, I ain't gonna lie to you. School was not for me. Mm, school was not for me. I graduated though, thank the Lord. I graduated, but school was not for me, y'all. I just, I'll say it like this. I didn't apply myself. I'm going to be honest. I did not apply myself. If I was struggling with a subject, I did not ask for help because I felt like I was going to be dumb and it wasn't going to uh, be right. I felt like everybody was going to talk about me. I was more worried about what people was thinking and what people were saying about me and stuff like that. And yeah, school, uh, it was not it, man. Ah, oh, man, learning about different things like, oh my goodness, reading books you didn't want to read, like, what, what? But y'all that's still in school, stay in school. Get your education, <laughs> get your education for real. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't really, I really did not like school, man. It was, oh my goodness. Like I just used to come home, you got homework? No, man, no goodness, well, I had some homework, like my mom's sorry, but I, <laughs> 
I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please forgive me. But yeah, um, I didn't like school, and um, if I had if I had to pick a favorite subject, it was probably when I when I moved up here to Indiana, man. When I was in web design, that that class was cool. I like web design. Me being able to, cause they had a book there. Oops, not. They had a book there for us to look at to where we can be able to, um, if we want to create a certain design for a website, okay, let me look through the book. Let me see how to put the code in and this, that, and the third. So it was cool, but it was just to the, it was just like, all right, cool. I can learn how to code and different things like that. And then, you know, and now I can create this. And, you know, I was able to create a website real nice too. And um, <clears throat> it was just like, that, that subject was cool, but, Everything else, like, I was terrible in math. <laughs> Excuse me. Terrible in math. I did not. Math to me was just like, yo, what is this? Why is there so many ways to figure out one problem? You got a number. You got the answers 5, 12, 15. I'm getting 12. Everybody, I got 15. Like, how, bro? Oh, I use this method. I and I'm like, see, bro, what, bro? I'm about to get frustrated. <laughs> I was getting so frustrated when I'm like, bro, I don't understand. Like, oh my gosh, this does not make any sense. Now you can do so many different methods and get so many different answers, and them answers will be on there. So you like, yeah, I'm right, I'm right. No, that's not right, everybody. You know the answer is fifteen. Come on, bro. Come on. So yeah, I used to struggle, y'all. I used to struggle. But let's get into sports. So sports. Um, I wasn't really a sports guy like that. Um, I think for me, I was a shot kid, y'all. I ain't gonna lie to you, I used to get bullied, y'all. Your boy used to get bullied. You know, uh just for my height and I was so small and different things like that. People didn't think I was in my right grade sometimes. Oh, you supposed to be with this. You're not even in your right grade. You little. All day long. I ain't really tell that stuff to my mama just because I'm like, ain't no point. They just going to tell me, hey, you better do somebody. <laughs> Don't let nobody talk about you. But I didn't have a voice back then. I Oh, my goodness. I was so nervous around people. I was nervous talking to them. Talk to the guys to make friends, like the females, like it was bad. I mean, I was making friends, but it, I, it was weird, man. I was, I was a weird little boy. I'm still a weird little boy now, but I, I'm better than how I used to be back then. I tell you that much, for real. God really brought me out of that shyness, for real. Um, but yeah, uh, sports, sports, sports. I didn't get into sports until I came to Indiana. I didn't get into sports until I came to Indiana. Yeah. And as soon as I came here, everybody asked me, you hoop, bro? I, I know you can't. You, you, you hoop, bro. You like a hooper. Nah, bro. I don't hoop at all. <laughs> I don't hoop at all, bro. I'm sorry. I don't hoop. Because I forgot that being in Indiana, Indiana is a hooping state, man. Oh, everybody hoops. Everybody, mama, daddy, granddaddy. You know, I used to get down back in my day. You, you know, I don't hoop, man. And I'm mad that I didn't hoop because it's like, man, I would have came up here hooping. I'm, where you going? You know what I mean? I would have been, I would have been cold. But 
I just didn't take the sports thing serious. Like, I mean, I did, like I said, I didn't start getting into sports until I came here to Indiana. And I went to uh, Hamilton Southeastern when I first moved here. Hamilton Southeastern. Oh, wait, Lord. That's a big school. That's a big old school. We talking about about three, 4,000 kids. <laughs> Man, that was a big school. But I got into track. And track was, man, I didn't apply myself once again, y'all. I did not apply myself. When it came to certain stuff, I did not apply myself, man. And I really, now that I go back and think about it, I'll be like kind of like wishing that I did. I'm just like, that is, now I feel like that is one thing I do regret. That is one regret that I have right there is that I did not apply myself in school when it came to the schoolwork and then when it even came to the sports. I'm telling people I'm in track. Yeah, yeah, you got yes, you know. Got my cousin said, "Hey man, you need to get in there, and do this, that, and the third. And I'm like, "Okay, cool, cool, cool." Still didn't apply myself. Was not winning no races at all. <laughs> now I felt terrible just because. And then I started late too. I started really late. I started tracking uh, my junior year. So of course. If you're in high school and stuff like that, you want to really be able to start like your freshman year, you know, build that relationship with everybody. So, and even build that muscle, that muscle memory to really be able to, okay, if I'm going to do this sport, I know what to do. I know what to expect. I'm, you know, I'm ready for it. I wasn't ready for it. I did not apply myself and I wasn't ready for it. It was bad, man. It was so bad. I didn't push myself. I didn't have that drive. Like, I thought I did, but I didn't. And so... Being in that, it was just like, I started late. And then, um, then that's when I came to Anderson High School. Um, shout out to Anderson. How y'all doing? Y'all doing good? Good. All right, great. <laughs> I mean, but I moved to Anderson because uh, Hamilton Southeast, and I was in Fishers and stuff like that. So moved to Anderson. I got family here in Anderson. How y'all doing? Y'all doing all right? Thank God. <laughs> God bless you. Um, but yeah, I moved to Anderson. I did not want to move, y'all. I'm not going to lie to you. I did not want to move from Fishers. Fishers, if you ain't never been, Fishers is cool, nice climate, nice, you know, nice climate. What am I talking about? <laughs> nice area, I mean, <laughs> nice area, you know what I mean? Like, you know, definitely nice. And I'm with an area, so I'm like, I don't want to be here. Where are we at, man? I don't want to be here. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm going to graduate with my boys and uh, Fishers. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to graduate with my cousin. You know, this is going to be cool. Mama like, now nah, we're going back to Aaron. I'm like, mama, mama, <laughs> we doing what? <laughs> but yeah, I moved to Anderson and then, you know, a lot of things changed. A lot, a lot of things changed. You know, after re get some new friends and then went to track again. And I feel like that track right there was different. Learning track better in Anderson, here in Anderson and then in Fishers. The reason why I say that is because they were really stuck to you like all right if you're not getting it this is how you run this is what you need to do this is how you need to do this and fishers is more of a like like i said it was so many kids like if yo if you was at if you was already up there they like yeah we gonna pay attention to you you know what i mean you you helping the team but if you just like not really helping and not applying they not really looking at you like that. they still gonna make they still get they still gonna get you out there to run but Unless you win and stuff and getting your name out there. Yeah. And Anderson is just like, man, they really paying attention to the technique and 
diving deep into look, this is what you need to do. This is how you do it. You know what I mean? So I still didn't win no races though. You know what I mean? But it was it was a lot better. I learned a lot more than what I did in Hamilton Southeast. Then. Graduated class of 2017. Ooh, this year gonna be five years, y'all. Whoever graduated with me, ooh, we getting old. I am 23. I'm 23, y'all. Get up. <laughs> like just yesterday, I'm just going to high school, y'all. Five years this year, man. Oh my gosh, man. That is wild. Oh man, but I thank God I graduated though, because y'all, it was kind of iffy if I was going to graduate. You know, I was struggling. Like I said, I wasn't trying to apply myself. I was just like, look. But I ain't going to lie though. Um, when it came in that last couple months and Really, that, that that last year, my senior year, I started getting real serious. But I'm like, look, I'm not finna be in here once again, bro. I'm not going back here again. Mm -mm. I'm going to graduate with my class, and that's going to be it, you know? So I really started, all right, what I need to get done, what I need to do, what, you know, I had to retake classes, this, that, this, that, and the third. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll do that because I'm trying to get up out of here. I was not trying to come back here, trying to go to class, you know, walking with the class of 2018. Mm-mm. No, nope, nope. I'm graduating with my class, and that's gonna be it. Mm -hmm. And and then life hit. <laughs> life hit me like a rock. My mama told me, "Look, you either gonna go to college, or you are gonna start working." And then right then and there, I'm like, "I'm gonna go to work." You know, I'm gonna go to work. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be easy. You know, give me a little money. You know. Help my mama out this and the third, got to work. I'm like, oh, this is what working like? <laughs> you know, uh, started working at Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse, oh, Jesus, <laughs> help me. Oh, they made me, my first day of work was Friday night. And y'all know, if y'all ever been to Texas Roadhouse, Friday's the weekend period, man. It was, my feet was on 10. When I say, matter of fact, my feet was on 50. I couldn't feel my feet. I'm walking. I'm I'm over here acting like I'm old and stuff. I'm like, yo, I don't feel good. My feet hurt. They like, yeah, welcome to work. Mm-hmm. This is what working is like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm working there for a minute. And then, you know, I started. I was just like, yo, this ain't for me, bro. After a few months, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how long I'm going to be here, y'all. I don't know. But yeah, I started working there. And then one of my cousins, shout out to my cousin, you know, he uh, definitely helped me out with working. And then I this uh this planning of in Indiana, you know, with that. And that really opened my eyes to a lot, a lot of stuff for real. Like, it helped me understand, like, oh, this is what it's like to be a businessman. This is what it's like to take care of your stuff. While I'm young, I'm learning these things, and I'm seeing different people come in, suits on. I'm like, man, I need to put a suit on. I'm like, man, you look like you about, you look like you the CEO of this mug, man. What's going on? You know, talking to different people, you know, understanding, like, how to move as a business person or, like, just really work in life, you know, and was working there. But that's when I started smelling myself. We about to get into it, man. We about to get into it. <laughs> this is my story, man. And back then, I was a wild little boy. Working like that, I was a wild man. 
and I learned so much from it. Now I'm just like, man, why was I on that, man? Come on. <laughs> why was I doing that, man? So I listen, y'all. I used to back in my days, I was work, you know, back when I was working at that job, you know, I used to smoke, man. I was smoking bad. I used and I tell y'all. Every day of the week, I'm just chiefing. That's what's hey. I'm not gonna lie to y'all other ones. That's what we call it, chiefing. That's what we used to call it, chiefing. You know, <clears throat> and uh, I used to every day. I was a weed head every day. Mm-hmm. But but the crazy thing about it was I was still trying to live a double life though. I tell people this all the time. I was living a double life. I'm going to church on Sunday. But then as soon as I get out of church and the week hit that the Monday through Friday or Saturday or whatever, man, when I tell y'all I'm smoking it up, smoking it up, I'm like, Shh. work stressed me out today. I had a long day at work. Let me go ahead and take a couple puffs and then I'm gonna be cool. Man, I used to smoke so heavy, man. It was so bad. Like, and I just I was trying to find my life and find myself in the wrong places, in the wrong places, man. Like so many times I could, I know for a fact I could have been laced with weed. Like somebody could have laced my stuff. Somebody could have, you know, just been out to just do me wrong. You know what I mean? But <clears throat> in that time, God still carried me through. God carried me through like no other. And that's how I know God is real. I don't care what nobody got to say. Oh, God ain't real. We can't see him. I don't care what you got to say. I'm going to tell you this straight up. Who made the trees? Who made the seasons? Who did? You know what I mean? Like, who? You know what I mean? You you can't you can't just say that's evolution. Mm -mm, we ain't going to say that. Oh, you can't say that's just the universe. Well, who created the universe? We ain't going to get into that. We can calm down. We ain't, ain't going to get into that. But all I'm saying is God is real. God is real. Trust me. If you made it this far through COVID, you ain't, you ain't had it yet. God is real. <laughs> If you've been able to wake up every day, God is real. You know what I mean? If you've been able to walk, go to your car, go to work, come back home, eat, still be able to taste, still be able to feel, still be able to see, God is real. I'm putting it like that to you. <laughs> but yeah, God carried me through that situation, like for real. And I remember even, you know, smoking a lot. And I'm just like, one of my buddies, I'm just like, man. I don't want to be 40 years old, man, or just, you know, just old, still chiefing, bro. I did not want to be on that, man. I was just like, one day I'm going to stop. I didn't even know when. <laughs> I did not know when. But one day I'm going to stop, man, you know. And then uh, we had, a, like, a church convention going on. Like, this is, I forget the year, y'all. I'm not good with the years. But, you know, a little bit. After 27, after I graduated, you know, we had like a church convention. It was here in Indiana. It was an AIM convention, you know. Like, yeah, that's cool, that's cool. My family came came up here from Louisiana. I'm like, oh yeah, y'all doing this on the third. And this is when life hit me again. <laughs> I got hit by life a lot of times, y'all. Like, got off my eyes a lot of times. I'm not gonna lie to you. And what happened was, you know, I was staying with one of my buddies, and my grandma was here, you know, and she said, look, before I leave. You gonna live with your other cousin? I'm like, huh? You gonna live with your cousin? I'm like, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Like for real, I, I was mad. 
I was so, man, I'm just like, don't, don't act a fool, Darius. Do not get smacked in the face. You know, I wasn't trying to be rude or nothing like that. And I just said, yes, ma'am. And that process right there, uh, oh, man, it was weird. It was so weird because I'm like, mm. But the reason why I couldn't really get crazy and, you know, get mad, mad, because she said, look, God told me, God told me that you need help, that you don't need to be over there no more. So I'm like, mm, I really can't say nothing now. When God didn't like that, I'm like, man. <laughs> My emotions are out the door. I'm I'm still mad though. You know what I mean? But it's just like I can't even hold that for too long. Cause I right, when God if God told you to do something, by all means, I'ma just follow. Cause I can't, man, when I tell y'all I was smoking so bad, like I didn't think I was addicted. I was addicted, y'all. I, I was addicted to weed. Yeah, I was. Mm -hmm. I was addicted. But if I wouldn't have listened to my grandma in that time, I would have been dead or I would have been in jail or I would have been just caught up in the wrong situation at the wrong time if I didn't listen. So I, I listened, you know, moved in my cousin and stuff, wearing the ropes there, still cheating, <laughs> still smoking, you know, it was bad man it was bad you know and uh during that time my mom had found somebody <laughs> my mom found somebody and it was that whole situation was even weird too because i'm like mom who are you talking to like you know what's going on who are, you, who are you talking to like come on now you know tell me you know and everybody else knew i'm like who is this man we speak of? Like, who who is it, man? Tell me something. Like, <laughs> and so my mom met somebody, and that whole situation was amazing. It was a struggle at first, because I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I want you to be with somebody. But I prayed on that, though, before then. And my prayer came to fruition, you know. Um, I prayed for my mom to meet somebody that was going to really treat her well, going to, you know, take care of her, you know. Her and my sister, like, well, really just all three of us, you know, all of us, you know. And that person came in my mom's life, changed her life. You know, now my mom married, you know, she living in Atlanta, like, she she doing her thing. Shout out to my mom, like, and my dad, <clears throat> and my stepdad, you know, my sister, like, you know what I mean? Like, shout out to y'all for real. And that, that right there, seeing her move, now, at the time, seeing her move, I was lucky, kind of like, I don't want you to go anywhere, bro. You ain't going to deal with me. Just because I grew up a mama's boy because my dad, my real dad wasn't in my life. But then when my, my, my stepdad, my dad, you know, when he stepped up, you know what I mean? Then I was just like, oh, snap, he really, like when I first met him and everything, I'm like, he really cool, you know? I really learned, I'm just like, wow, this is weird, but... My mama happy though. I ain't man. My mom is happy. My mom done been happy. You know, I know we done struggled a lot of times. We done came a long way, you know. <clears throat> but when my mom met him. Smiling ear. I'm like, what you 
smiling for? Like, <laughs> what you smiling for? You know? But then I understood what was going on. I was just like, oh, you know, met somebody. You know, you know. But no, nah, like it really, it was really a genuine love for real. Like they really, <clears throat> excuse me, they really loved each other, and I just fell in love with it, you know. Now, like now, now, like I said at the time, it was hard because I'm just like, man, my mom about to leave, and I'm I feel kind of stuck. Like my mom was there to help me through so much. She was teaching me a lot of different things. You know what I mean? Help me with this. If I needed to pay a bill or something, I'm calling my mama. Hey, mama, what do I need to do on this? You know, how how should I say this? I'm asking my mom all these questions. I'm like, I don't know what to say. I really don't. I honestly didn't, you know? So I went to my mom for everything. Shout out to my mom. Like, for real. Like, I learned so much from my mom. Like, man, ain't nothing like a mother's love. Ain't nothing like it, you know? And growing up, you know, and living with my cousin after my mom left, it was weird. It was rocky. And I didn't even think about it, but I was in I was in depression at that time too. Like I went through a stage of depression, man. And for anybody that's dealing with depression, man, like I really want to pray for you, you know, because that right there is it's not a good space. It is not a good space because you fall into this you fall into this stage of people don't want to talk to me. I don't want to talk to nobody. I'm gonna stay to myself. I don't feel like going out today. I'ma just go home. I'ma just do this. I'ma just stay to myself. I started doing that. As soon as I got off work, I went straight to the crib. As soon as I got off the work, I went straight to the crib. Straight to the crib. And I'll just be in that room just doing nothing, eating and just chilling. And that's it. Just chilling and that's it. That was it, man. And then like that right there, I was just so depressed. And then <clears throat> I feel like even that, I, w I started smoking even heavier than that. Once my mom, you know, left, I, ain't, I ain't never told her, but that's, I even went even, I started doing way heavier than what I was. I'm like, man, this is crazy, bro. Like my mom, she, she really not here. Not to the extent of like, you know, death or anything, but it was just like, dang, man, like, I can't even just go to my mom's crib or, you know, hang out with my mom. And I tell you, my mom was like this, doing everything together, going to the store, going out to eat, like we doing everything together, like, man. And then for her to move and stuff, I was just like, dang, now I gotta grow up for real. I gotta grow up, you know? I gotta, you know, definitely take charge. And it was hard because like I said, I'm trying to live a double life. So I'm over here smoking, trying to steal, be about God, be a, you know, be a Christian, you know, just use that in the third, but in Christ, you can't live a double life. The Bible says, you know, choose ye this day who you're going to serve. Choose ye this day who you're going to serve. I don't remember this, like the exact scripture, but I know the word says that, you know, and, you know, being with that, just learning about that even you know, choose who you're going to serve, for real. You can't serve God and the devil at the same time. It don't, that don't coexist. It does not. That's like, you basically trying to be evil and good. Mm -mm. Either one or the other. That's it. You know, and it took me a long while to understand that. <clears throat> People tell me, oh, your lips turning black. This and the third, you, you, you all right? You sure? You know what I mean? You, you good? 
that right there was just like, man, I'm a family man too. So I'm around a family 24-7. Like, you, you sure you doing good? You been smoking? I'm just like, dang, they didn't call me. <laughs> they didn't really call me, you know? And so then um, after that situation, I met a beautiful young lady and uh <laughs> That right there was such an amazing transition right there. So it was almost like a <clears throat> a smoothest transition I have ever seen. So back, I used to talk with my friend and we used to talk, you know, had these long night talks and stuff like that. And I, we would just be like, hey, man, I can't, we can't wait to get married, meet that, that certain lady, this, that, and the third. You know, it's going to be amazing, bro. You know, it's going to be crazy. A year later, I met this young lady. And now... My wife, you know what I mean? But we ain't gonna get to that. Hold on. Let me tell this first. Let me, you know, build it up for y'all. And so, you know, I meet her. And this is like in the transition, my mom leaving and stuff like that. So it's like my, my feelings are kind of just like everywhere. I'm still doing, you know, my thing, you know, this and the third. And, you know, I meet her. We start talking and stuff. And it was really like a genuine friendship. Like, for real, for real. Like, we started out as friends, and we really getting to know each other. Like, for real. I be telling people all the time, that's my homegirl. That, that's my homegirl, for real. Like, at heart, that's my homegirl. You know what I mean? Like, my best friend, like, for real. Like, we didn't talk, we didn't tell each other a lot. <laughs> Past lives and all, you know? So, we get to talking and everything, things like that, you know? And then, go a little further, you know, we was friends for a, a, long, a little while, and then... I asked her to date, started dating, you know, really going strong and just learning, learning about each other for real. And it was, it was hard, you know, because we was still young and different things like that. I still kind of wanted to do the things that I wanted to do, which was not good at all. You know what I mean? But in that, I learned myself, I learned her. And then now to see us, to see us now, it's just like, dang, that's crazy. That is really crazy. We done been through a little bit, you know what I mean? And even now, you know, that we're married, it's just like, man, life, 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 life. We done been, we done been together for three years going on. This should be four. So it's just like, man, look at God. Look at God, for real. Like, look at God, man, for real, for real. He done brought us a mighty long way, like a mighty, mighty long way. You know what I mean? And I really, I really thank God for what he has done for real, because if it wouldn't have been for God, if, if God didn't come in my life and or none of that stuff, I'd be, a, I'd be useless, a useless wreck to the world, bro, for real. Like it wouldn't have been, it would have been so bad, you know? And I feel like even... <clears throat> she really helped me in that situation, me and my mom. She really helped me. She really helped me because, um, like I said, I was depressed real bad, and I didn't know it. I did not know I was depressed. I was depressed but functional, you know what I mean? And I didn't think I was, but I was. Like, my cousin even told me, he's like, look, man, you, you depressed, man. I can see it. Like, you, you really depressed, like it's it's bad, and I didn't know it, you know. But you know, I God took me out of that situation, and then had me in a better spot 
to where I was like, dang, I was. Like, I was really depressed. I'm really, like, you know what I mean? And, you know, she really helped me understand a lot of things. Like I say all the time, man, I I tell you this all the time, like, you remind me so much of my mama. You remind me so much of my mama. And I don't care what people got to say, oh, you, that's like your mom, this, this ain't a third, you, you know, she, she like your mama, but so what? So what? Any, it, don't, it don't matter. I would rather her be like my mom. So it's like that connection is still there. You know, she handling her business. She paying, she helped me with like how to really learn how to pay bills. Like this and the third, like you want somebody that don't know what they doing. Don't know how to do this and the third. Mm -mm, nah, I'd rather her be just like my mama or, you know, close you know, close to it because like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, yeah, 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 babe. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. You know what I mean? Like, you you know what I mean? Like that, that transition was perfect, for real. Met the love of my life, you know? And, but yeah, now, you know, you're married and stuff like that. And it's just like, wow, God keeps, you know, he amazes me with everything. Like, even just being here now, he amazes me with everything, you know? But, um, but yeah, now it's just like, stay trying to be with the Lord and, you know, learning how to read the word and stuff like that, study the word and stuff. And it's like, you know, it's, it's definitely, definitely takes time. I put it like that. It takes time to really dive into his word. Cause I'm not gonna lie to you. Sometimes I really don't feel like reading. I really don't feel like reading, but it's just like, then too, I'll still, you know, do my best to get up and read and different things like that to really make sure I'm applying and I'm studying, you know, it's to show myself approved, you know? <clears throat> so yeah, that's, that's basically like the rundown of my life and where God has brought me from. He brought me from an addiction. That's the main thing. He brought me from an addiction to weed, man. And to even sex. I'll put it like that. And to even sex. Yep, I'm going to say it. Yep. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Back in my day, I used to be a little, like I said before, I used to be a little wild little thing. <laughs> not saying I was just doing it to, you know, air. You know, I was not like that. But I did have my fair share, you know. I was just out here acting wild. I was just training females bad. I'm, I'm put out there like that. I'm For real, it was bad. But definitely God has really steered me from that and really helped me with that because it was just a problem, man. It was a problem. And, you know, I had to really choose. I'm just like, hey, I got to chill out, man. I really got to chill out on that, you know. It's hard, you know. It's hard, for real. It, it's hard, you know, trying, you know, doing your best to get away from something, you know, after you done did it for so long or you, do, you, you know what I mean, you've been doing it for so long, you're trying to get out of that and you're really trying to walk in the right way. Devil know what you be praying for. Devil already know. He already be hearing it. Oh, he want to stop? <laughs> I got something for him. You know what I mean? So it's like, man, that's why we got to die daily because, you know, every day we can do something dirty, you know, do something wrong or something, you know what I mean? So we got to make sure that we killing this flesh. The more we kill this flesh, the better our spirit going to grow, you know? So <clears throat> I truly thank God for y'all. Thank God for y'all listening. I even thank God for even the views that I got on my last video. 59 views? Hey, that's something. That's work right there. <laughs> I thank God for that, you know. And 
like I said, on this channel, man, we just trying to push God out there, you know, get the word out, no matter what, get the word out, and really just trying to, I'm really trying to open up this platform for people to come on here and talk, man, just talk. This is transparent as it can be. I'm not going to judge nobody. I don't care how, I don't care what you did, man, just come on here and talk. Just come on here and talk, man, for real, just you like I said before, you ain't got to tell me your whole business, all that you did. You ain't got to tell me none of that. But just come on here and talk, man. And really just, you know, we can have different topics, like I said. Like, when I get with different people, we're going to have certain topics that we talk about. Excuse me. And if that lead into another conversation, okay, we can go that way, you know. But, yeah, I just want everybody to really just, man, just, if you know the Lord, man, keep them. Keep them. You know, and if, even, if, even if you don't, man, I, I put it like this. Let me even get my word out. See, y'all, I got you know what I'm saying? Got to keep the word on me. Got to. Uh, so, we just have to wait a little bit. Let me find this real quick for y'all. So, coming from Romans 10 and 9, in the King James Version, 10 and 9, it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So, if you don't know the Lord, man, I mean, from Romans 10 and 9, from that, basically, you are confessing, like, okay, you're surrendering to him. Like, I believe, I understand that you are the control of my life. I I will confess the fact that I did wrong. Like, I really, truly did wrong. And I believe that you sent your son to die for me. You know what I mean? And from that, you are saved because you didn't accept Jesus in your heart. You didn't accept him. You didn't accept, you, you have accepted him in your life. So if you don't know him, confess. Like it says, thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. So after you done confess the Lord Jesus and you really took that time out of your, out of your day, say, hey, I want to know God. I want to be in I want to be in this walk, man. I want to learn from this. I want to be able to have God every day. I want to be able to, you know, to walk better, to talk better, to, you know, just be better, you know, with God. Because I'm telling y'all, like I said in the, in the beginning, if you made it this far from COVID, made it this far, and you still haven't had it, You better thank the Lord. Sure. <laughs> you can't tell me God ain't real. You can't tell me that. I done experienced too much in my life. I just I just told y'all a little bit of my life. You can't tell me God ain't real, man. He really truly takes care of his people. Even to the people that don't even know him, he still takes care of them. So even if you don't know, he still takes care of you, but it's up it's important to know him though. Because if you don't, you're just going to be like a dead man walking, thinking that you're just going to get by. Mm -mm. 
it don't work like that. You can't just get by and think everything gonna be okay. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I feel like it's in, it's important to believe in God in order to get through this life because without Him, oh, we not gonna make it. <laughs> without God and without God in this world, you you ain't gonna make it. And I'll tell you the main reason: emotions, emotions. I man, I can talk about that so much. Like I'm not gonna go into depth, but basically what I'm saying is, even if even in reading the word, you would notice a lot of stuff you ain't gonna like. A lot of stuff God gonna have you read, or God gonna tell you to do certain things. You ain't gonna like it. You ain't gonna like it for real. You not gonna like it. But what that is is that's that emotion coming out that. Like, mm, I don't feel like, like I told you what my grandma told me, you, once I leave, I mean, before I leave, you got to move back. That was emotion creeping up in me, like, mm-mm, I don't want to go. I ain't trying to go. I ain't trying to, and that's kind of like how we are with God. We don't, a lot of stuff that he'll tell us to do, we don't want to do it. We do not want to do it. Go out and speak. Lord, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't think I, you know what I mean? We kind of, that, that emotion right there. So even in this world, trying to move move in this world without God, a lot of people going to hit your emotions. You ugly. I'm what? What you said? Your mama did your mama. Why don't we talk about my mama did that? But with God, he going he gonna to allow you that peace that he brings. Not that the world brings, that he brings. And you build a, your mama did your mama did. Keep on moving. Keep on moving. People can say whatever they want to say. They don't know your mom. This, that, and the third. Keep it moving. Because the more you keep it moving, they just going to keep on talking. And after a while, they going to stop talking. Because <laughs> they ain't got nobody to talk about. They ain't got nobody to talk to. Ain't nobody responding. See, that's kind of, that's basically how the devil works. He wants you to respond. Like the situation with fear. Like a lot of stuff we are afraid of. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like back then, I used to be afraid of storms. Boy, storms in Louisiana, but <laughs> I used to be very afraid of storms. Like thundering, like all that. I used to be so afraid. But after, you know, that fear, and I got, I overcame that with God, you know, now I like rain. I like the storms. Boy, it's time to go to sleep now. <laughs> it's time to relax in the crib. <laughs> you go, what? Man, yeah. But when it comes to that fear, that's how the devil works. He wants you to stay in there. He wants you to stay there. He wants you to stay there so you can just reminisce about all the fear of everything that you're afraid of. This, that, and the third. Like, oh, this is coming. This is heavy. This. Don't worry about it. Do not worry. Because the more you worry, the more you're going to doubt. That worry going to turn into doubt in God and you're not going to be able to move and God not going to be able to move in your life because he like, well, how can I move if you don't believe? How can I move if you don't believe? You know what I mean? Like, come on now. But yeah, I said that all to say this. If you don't know the Lord, man, now is the time. And I just want to say, I just want to uh, say a quick prayer for y'all, you know, before y'all leave out. So, um, everybody by their heads, close their eyes. So, Lord, we just thank you on today. We just really want to um, open up this opportunity for anybody who doesn't know you, oh God. And I just pray that you just open up their heart to even accept you in their lives, Lord God, and to be able to even 
um, welcome you in their lives and to <clears throat> give you the opportunity to work in their lives and to mold them and to build them into a better and um, more spiritual uh, driven person to where they can be able to tap into the spirit and to be able to really walk in the spirit and by the spirit to where they will allow you to take control over their life and to move in their lifestyle right now, Lord. And I just pray, Lord God, that you just open up their minds and just allow them to want to read and want to even get into your word and want to do better by, <clears throat> by even accepting it. By accepting the fact that, Lord, I didn't did it wrong, Lord. I, I believe I didn't did something. I'm confessing what I did. Not even really what, what they did, but they're confessing the fact that you are Lord Jesus. And that you will be able to work in their lives and that they believe that. And Lord God, I just pray, Lord God, that you just bless them and walk with them. Talk with them, Lord God. And I just ask that. You just be there with them and keep them safe and protected. And I just pray these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. All right, y'all. So that was, you know, a little testimony on today's video. And I just thank y'all for watching. And yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have more. We're gonna have more, you know. But yeah, thank y'all for watching and y'all be blessed. Yeah. I'm silly with this music, call it R-Rams, take a long time, yeah, it's really like time, but it's like work.